0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Miami lost tonight, which means the Knicks moved into sixth place. There are 22 games left. Where would you describe where this team is right now?
1: I think we're in a good place. Uh, I just feel like...
0: Yeah, J.B.? <laughs> I would say chemistry would suggest that you guys are in a great place, right? But tell me more about that.
1: Uh, yeah, we're in a great place, but I think most importantly, um, we can get better, and uh, we sense that you know we're in a good position where we can, uh, you know, be. Can you get out of it? What do you want, man? They want me to interview. You. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're
1: we're in a good place. We're in a good place.
0: Tell me how you're going to spend your All Star break.
1: Uh, relaxing uh, just relaxing
0: thanks Taylor <laughs> we'll let you go <laughs> alright back to you Hannibal
2: Miles hashtag there is nothing to complain about I, uh
3: yeah yes there is nothing to complain about Kevin Wilson big
2: effing spear I, uh, someone, uh, a newsletter subscriber emailed me yesterday, the day before. And they're like, Hey, Jim, Mac, love you. The whole thing. Um, starting to try to get my son more involved in, in hoops. And we love listening to your podcast together. Could you maybe cut down on the F-bombs a little bit? I'm going to make an effort to do that. So Andrew, I'm going to ask you to keep an F-bomb counter. I'm going to try to keep it at zero for the rest of the show. I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Thank you, Kevin.
3: But big effing spear. That doesn't count as enough, bomb.
2: Hamdy M, my goodness gracious. Hamdy. You've been killing it here in the Super Chats of late. And now you come through with. uh, Thank you so much for the generous donation contribution. A great man once said, listen, a guy who has a microphone and time to kill once said, this is a good team. Uh, that great man was you, John. I really wanted this game. Hashtag dreaming. Um, again, thank you, Hamdi, uh, for the generous donation and ex- overly kind words. I, I, I really did start to believe that this team was a good team during that win streak. And the reason I started to believe it was... One, the the data said so. And the ways that they were doing it were coming into the year. I know me, but just me. I was like, I know the way the league is played today. I know how, I know what makes sense in terms of like, and I'm just talking about offense, by the way. I know what makes sense as far as like, like, I was honestly, I was never really worried about defense. I knew the defense would come around, I knew they would figure it out. Thibodeau teams always get better defensively as you go through the year. And this year was trending in that direction until Mitch went down. I have zero doubt whatsoever that they are going to continue to get better defensively once Mitch is back. Hart is in the, the team, the whole thing. But offensively, I'm like, I, I know what makes sense to in this league, offense, like how you're supposed to do it. And this team just didn't fit that bill for me. Like the way they were constructed where it's like they have three players, all of whom are going to want a 25 usage rate or higher. And all of whom, all they want to do is go inside the arc and work inside the arc. That's what they want to do. And they're going to want to go inside the arc because their career shooting numbers indicate that they're just not that great behind the arc. And they have managed by hook or by crook to take That reality and turned it into. I I know we don't have updated rankings yet, although I mean, Jesus, they scored 100 and how many points? They scored 122 points tonight. They came into the league as the sixth ranked offense. I'm sure they didn't go down that much. Um, they figured out a way to do it that works for them, and it wasn't perfect. They don't pass enough. They have these periods where it's like, oh my god, what are we doing on offense? Um, It looks clunky at times. The fourth quarter is not pretty, the whole thing. And yet we got deeper and deeper and deeper into the season. And it's like they're doing all the things that they need to do to make this offense not just like work well enough, but function at, uh, I I don't know. uh, Are they an elite offense? That feels ridiculous to say, right? It feels ridiculous. But if they were the sixth-ranked offense in league coming into today, I don't know. Is that elite? I, I'm just asking the question. But the fact that I'm even asking that question speaks to, again, your point, Hamdi. It's a good team. Um, because, again, defensively, I maybe it's just me. I don't have any qualms. I, I do not have any question that this team is going to be good defensively. And um, they figured it out. Credit to Jalen Brunson for turning himself into more of a three-point shooter. Credit to Julius Randle for trusting his three-point shot and firing away and making enough of them. You know? And, uh, yeah. It's good stuff. Thank you, Hamdy. That was really cool. Danny Kay still happy. As you I appreciate your happiness. Hashtag enjoy the wins. 33 of them so far. 33 of them. If you would have told me before the year that this team was going to finish with like, I mean, I won't get ahead of myself, but like, if you told me before the year that this team was going to finish with a win total in like the mid 30s, like mid to high 30s, I would have been like, all right, you know, I guess it didn't go great, but I would have bought it. I would have bought it. Got 33 of these things already. That's incredible. It's testament to everybody involved. Thanks, Danny K. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, my man? The n- nuts that we put up, one twenty-two, on a night where we went fourteen of forty-three from three. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I said it before. Um, and it's not like they were killing it from two either. You know, like they were they were good from two, but they were uh, quick math thirty-one for. They were thirty-one for fifty-three from two-point range. 31 for 53. 31 for 53 is good from two point range, but like considering like where they take their shots. Yeah, it's 58%. Okay, so they shot well from two. But considering from like where they take their shots and how they get their shots, like a lot of offensive rebounds. Brunson doing his thing. Like that's not crazy for this team. Yeah. It's good job by them. Thanks, Kev. Um, Keith, hell of a win. Thank you for the generous contribution, Keith, man. Really appreciate it. Hell of a win right before the break. Atlanta made their little runs, but we shut it down every single time. They made five, six, seven, eight, even maybe between from like the. Because think about this. I'll I'll look it up right now. This was a twenty-four point game at the end of the second quarter, and then it got down to twenty-two at halftime, and then going into the third quarter, it was a twenty-two point lead. That lead went down to 17. Excuse me, even more. That lead went down to 15 in three minutes. So it went from 22 to 15 in three minutes. 9:01 left in the third quarter. It was 68 to 53. A 15-point lead on the road with 21 minutes left in the game against this freaking Hawks team with those guys? That is nothing, nothing. And from that point forward, again, that's why I say there were like somewhere between five and eight baskets that felt absolutely massive. Great job by you, Keith, pointing that out. Um, tried to emphasize that at the beginning, but I don't think we did a good enough job. Good job by them. We're hitting on a. Oh, go back for one second. We're hitting on essentially all cylinders right now. And this is without our best rim protector. Yes. I'm so hyped. Shouts to KFS. Thank you, Keith, again, for the generous contribution. Um, Next up. Dominic Manzi. What's going on, Dominic? Thank you. Can't say enough about I Heart's defense at and around the rim. This team is going to be so good when Mitch gets back. I'm glad we're harping on this theme because it is, uh, I believe, the correct theme. Hopefully, Mitch doesn't need some time to get back into Form. I know I mentioned this on the last post game, but I'll, I'll say it again. Hope he could kind of step right back in and maybe a game or two, and he's back to be in the Mitch that we saw dominating for most of the season. Um, might have been Hardenstein's best offensive game as a Nick. Is that too much? I mean, I, I, I'm not. And I'm not. That's just not. That's not just because of the blocks, Blockenstein. Um, that's not just because of the blocks, although the blocks were certainly helpful, including that one on Trey Young at the end of the third quarter. Uh, which was absolutely fantastic. But like Hardenstein ended up with three blocks. He was a plus 10 in this game in 26 minutes. 11 rebounds. 11 rebounds in 26 minutes. I put a stat into the Knicks Film School newsletter a couple of days ago. He's been one of the best rebounders in the NBA since the Cleveland game. So now I think we're at, is it 13 games since then? 11, 12, 13, something like that. But for but not an insignificant portion of time. He's been one of the best rebounders in the NBA. This is a guy who couldn't grab a defensive rebound and save his life um, for most of the year. And then there was also the metric that was going around that I popped in the newsletter as well about between box outs and offensive rebounds. It's Hardenstein and Mitch, and then there's everybody else in the league and Steven Adams. So, yeah, good stuff from uh, from Hardenstein. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Palladino. What's going on, Andrew? I had Jalen Brunson over 35.5 points, rebounds, assists, and Hart over 14.5 points and rebounds on prize picks. Biggest locks of my life. Sixth feels nice. Let's fucking go, and let's fucking go, KFS. Appreciate the love, Andrew, and uh, good job by you hitting on both of those. Jalen Brunson's free money
3: right now. Was it
2: Andrew's telling me that's two F bombs. But I was reading. Yeah, I can't get away with that. I said F once, so now I could I, I've introduced the possibility of me saying F So I can't now go back and be like I was just reading the F. But you also like the, that word was not in the super chat.
4: You're not Ron Burgundy. It says what do you mean? It says L yeah. F G K. Let's let's F
2: <laughs> okay. I, point me. Uh, uh, okay. Now that I'm aware. Do you want me to count them or do you not? No, yeah, I want you to count them. You did a good job. <laughs> you did, did a good job. Uh, sixth place does feel nice. Um, by the way, McHale Bridges, we should point out, the reason the Heat lost tonight is because the Nets um, beat them. And, oh boy, McHale put up 40-something. I don't know if that's career high, but good job by him. So, yeah, looking right now, um, Cleveland had won, I think, seven in a row. They lost to Philly. We're four and a half behind them. I'm I'm not worried about. I'm, I'm not thinking about Cleveland. We are two games behind Brooklyn. We're a half game up on Miami, and now we are three and a half games up on Atlanta. I can't tell you how big tonight. I mean, really. Let's just take a second. I know nobody cares about the Hawks. I know everybody thinks the Hawks think that that team is talented, and. Again, it would not shock me if they somehow pulled it together. I know they don't want to play for this coach, but whatever. It would not shock me if they started playing better before the end of the year. To get this win over them was big. Just to feel like, look, nothing is locked up yet. But to feel like, okay, we're in a pretty good spot where if we just play basketball the way we're capable of playing basketball, and we have pretty good injury luck, stay focused the whole whole nine yards. The floor for us is a home play-in game where we get two chances to win one and get in the playoffs. Again, I know we're not thinking about that right now. I know we're thinking sixth seed. I know some people are thinking fifth seed. I get it. Totally fine. I love it. Love that. Love that mentality. But it's they're in a good spot right now. They're in a good spot right now, and I think they should feel good about their, their chances moving forward, all things considered. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Joseph Brennan, thank you for the generous comment. Man, we have some generosity tonight. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Nothing like beating the brakes off of Brooklyn and Atlanta, our two biggest rivals at the moment, for being honest, um, headed into the All-Star break. Feels like they're deep enough now at the two and the three to overcome inevitable inconsistency and growing pains from the guys who play there. Josh Hart can shoot. Joseph, I appreciate the generous comment. I am going to push back on your, your comment a little bit because you say inevitable inconsistency and growing pains. I would argue I would argue that we are in the midst of Quentin Grimes' growing pains. He has been for him up and down defensively. Again, and I'm it's the loftiest of standards for Quentin Grimes, to be very clear. Because he's earned that. Because he's played well enough where where like, oh, he should be the best defender on the team. Imagine saying that. Imagine being like, oh yeah, the second year guy, 25th pick in the draft, he should be the best defender on the team. That's how good he was, that he elevated himself to that point. He's been, you know, had moments defensively over the last several weeks where it's like, what's going on with Quentin Grimes tonight? Guys are getting past him, as if that's some crazy thing. And then the shooting, again, the outside shooting has been up and down. So I would argue that he's in the midst of some growing pains and inconsistency right now. The only other thing, like, Cause like quickly, man. I, I, I this is who Emmanuel quickly is. I think. I, I I'm. I mean, I, but I've always been high on him. RJ. I, I would argue that can it can't get much worse for RJ than it's been of late, right? He could only probably get better. And then you go to Hart and like yeah, I'll be the first person to say Hart is not going to, Hart is not going to continue to shoot like whatever he's shooting 65 or 70% from deep. Um I get that but you know, we're so fine. He's going to regress a little bit from deep. That that's fine. I feel like what we're seeing from these wings like if anything it's going to get better. And I I'm not sure where the. I mean, J- Jalen Brunson will come down to earth a little bit, right? But I don't know where the regression is going to come from. Um, I feel good. I feel good um, about where where they're at. Um, they are deep enough now, as you say, for sure. Thanks, Joseph. I what's going on, Juanon? Thank you as always, man. You're you're in here being generous after every freaking game. Thank you. We are six games over 500 at the all-star break. None of this, none of us had this on our bingo cards. If you're complaining after this wing win, get the freak out of here. Please. I can't remember the last time I felt this confident in a team. Um, I feel confident in them.
3: I feel confident in them,
2: for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think if my confidence level in this team right now is higher than my peak confidence level during the We Here season. Um, It's close. It's close. This team is better. But the difference is that that team was so consistent defensively and had such a high floor defensively. Like they just didn't have big time defensive breakdowns, the we here team. And it gave you such a stability where you felt like, okay, we're going to go in. like, you know, they'll be close in the fourth quarter because unless their offense completely falls apart, like they're going to be close because they're going to, they're going to defend at that level. Um, The league has changed in the last two years, you know, just look around um, uh, offensively, but yeah, I have a lot of confidence. I have a lot of confidence and like, yeah, like I, six games over 500 going into the break. And again, I'll say it again. I've said it the last few post games, it's been a post all-star break team under Tom below. So maybe, maybe the best is yet to come. Who knows? Danny Kay with another one. I'm a Tennessee Knicks fan, so I'm forced to watch the Hawks broadcast. They continually praise the Hart and Brunson pickups as well as iHeart's play. Good job by them. Um, Brunson and Isaiah Hardenstein were uh, the best, I thought, the two best players on the team tonight. The Hart pickup was like a glove fit. And then as far as
3: Brunson, like. We talk
2: about it, and I'm happy me and Benji spent a little while talking about the beginning of the show. I, I, this, this might, he might not be a big enough story nationally, if we're being honest. If, if you look at, again, we've said it many times, I get it. We've said it. We talk about it. It's been talked about on national podcasts, it's been said, but to really think about the fact that. He went to the his old team and said, I will play for you for thirteen million dollars under thirteen million dollars a year. I'm gonna play. I he was like, I'll play for you for what's gonna be the mid level exception in like a year or two. I'll sign that contract for four years.
3: And they said no.
2: <laughs> like <laughs> it just needs to have a laugh. And he like I don't know if he's going to make an All-NBA team. Probably not, but it's not out of the question. And the fact that it's not out of the question is like, wow. Okay. So if you're an All-NBA level player at, at the guard position in the league, at the point guard position specifically, like you're, you're a Max guy.
3: That's it. It's the of the discussion. You're a Max guy.
2: Um, mm, Man, love me some Jalen Brunson. Thanks Danny K
1: and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant quality meal right in your. Own kitchen with fast and fresh recipes. HelloFresh's latest line of meals, featuring robust flavors and filling portions, are ready in less than 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I've found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep times taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool65 and use code Filmschool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool65 and code Filmschool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit.
2: Uh, Haitian Ferg, another one, always just incredible generosity, incredible consistency, always chiming in, always love your thoughts across the board. Um, this team is hungry and poised to make a run. I do think they're hungry. They came out with a purpose and kept a foot on their on the neck tonight, two nights in a row. They're smelling the blood, and these dogs are getting after it. Spelled dogs with a W. Appreciate that. Very proud. Um, I it's funny, yeah. Gosh, I'll say it now because you've defended him with me. You're the only person who's defended him with me consistently this year. But I've I've talked about the Thibodeau thing up and down, left and right, ten ways from Sunday, about the reasons I defend him, and some of those have nothing to do with Tom Thibodeau, and some of those have a lot to do with Tom Thibodeau. But but where my the genesis of of my defense always came from, and I know this isn't the point of your comment. I'm going off on a tangent as I want to do, but when you say very proud for me, for me, for my money from the day he stepped foot in the job and that's been, and we were not, we were not proud last year to be clear. And a lot of that was his fault, but the Genesis of why I always started to defend him was like, Oh, we could be proud to be Knicks fans again. You know, that was the thing about the we here season. We could be proud to be Knicks fans again. And then last season, it all went awry and went to shit. Um, oops, that was a curse. You, you you can put that in the counter, Andrew. Um, it all went to hell. Hell's fine. Um, and we were not proud, but we also weren't like ashamed. We were just like, man, this has been a rough year. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. And he had to own that. But now again, it's two, two out of three years. Which is like if you know the history of this team since they've, you know, I'll just say it since they've been with this owner, uh, two out of three years where you're like, man, I'm really proud to be a Knicks fan. That's pretty good. And and the, and the people I don't give enough credit to, and who I will rem- remember to give credit to right now, and then we'll move on, is not. It's not just the coach; it's the front office, the front office who hired the coach, the front office who have had every like they've played a massive role in building this team. They have either signed or extended everybody on the roster. Think about that. This front office has either signed, drafted, or extended or traded for every single player on the roster, without exception. So they get all the credit too um in restoring the the pride to us being fans. So good stuff, Haitian. Appreciate that sam garcia's (laughs) sam garcia's tv can you please tell sam to say it don't spray it screaming let's go next to your tv doesn't actually make them go hashtag send help we apologize for the inconvenience sam garcia's tv it would be the funniest thing is if the person who made that comment like didn't even know Sam Garcia, and they were just like getting in on the bit. That would be great. T nine B three. Listen to the Hawks announcer and all I could s- announcers and all I could say is thank the Lord for Breen and Clyde. Good win. Always nice to beat Trey. We're we're spoiled here. We're spoiled here. The thing I said earlier that or the, the quoting Benji what I said earlier about. Let's not get lost in you're uh, so um, used to the good that we take the, you know, that we take it for granted and focus only on the bad. Like, I know Clyde's not perfect. We get it. The dude is still just such a pleasure to listen to. And when you put him with Breen, it's like, you know, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read a quick tweet here from Fred Katz. A reporter asked Jalen Brunson how many times Tibbs reminded the team not to check out before the All-Star break. <laughs> Once or twice, he said, before hesitating for a second and getting a big smile. <laughs> a lot. That's good. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, LDS. On the broadcast, Wally said, Brunson is just scratching the surface. I generally don't see how he could improve on offense. Um, he's just a master. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, uh, the quote ends at Brunson was just scratching the surface. Uh, Okay. How can Jalen Brunson get better on offense? I think
3: the three point shooting can continue to develop and evolve. Uh, I mean,
2: let, let me say this. If what we've seen over the last, like, whatever it is, three weeks or a month, with like the three point percentage and like the step back threes and the difficult the level of difficulty of threes that he's hitting, like I think that's a reasonable ceiling. <laughs> but guess what? If he played like he's played over the last three weeks, if that was like the new Jalen Brunson, well then he's a the top ten player in the NBA, or maybe not top ten, top fifteen player in the NBA. You know, and this is a guy who, uh, you know, is not on a lot, or as of let's say a month ago, was probably still not on a lot of people's like top fifty lists. So 50 to 15, that's a pretty big jump. I think, so not scratching the service, you know, consistency with the three ball, that's a big thing. And I do think there's probably, because like, think about it. We watch these games and there is still the feeling at times where it's like, okay, Jalen, things are starting to go sideways, take control of this game whether that means with a shot or making the right pass or anything. And there are still times during games where you feel like for as, as great as he's been, Jalen can, can, can assert himself even more, but in a way that it's not necessarily making a shot. It's just like calming the offense down, making the right pass, finding the right guy, getting him in the right sets, the whole thing. I think he can get better at that too. Um, and again, dude, this is the ultimate in nitpicking uh, truly. So, yeah, that's a good question, though. I, I appreciate that. I don't I don't know if I would say that, though, that this player is just scratching the surface. I think that's a bit hyperbolic. All, all due respect to Wally. Hush Zoo. What will complete this week is Brunson taking the all-star spot and Sims winning the dunk contest. I hope RJ takes this break and sorts himself out. Uh, me too. I can't say I care very much about the dunk contest. <laughs> sure. If he wins, that's cool. Great. Uh, as for... Brunson taking an all-star spot. Uh, that would be great. We've talked about it a lot.
3: Deserves it. I think he wants it. I think it would be meaningful for the franchise to get two all-stars. Um,
2: yeah, I think it would be meaningful for the franchise to get two all-stars for sure. Stevens, Guillaume, what's going on, Stevens? Six games over 500, back in the sixth seed. The vibes are immaculate. Hashtag giddy up. Hashtag New York forever. Hashtag get Brunson to Utah. Always appreciate you, Stevens. You're always, again, you're here after every game. Appreciate the generosity. Glad you've enjoyed the first half of the season. The vibes are immaculate. Really, really want to keep this going. The second half of the season is not going to be easy. You know, um, in a league where there are just, I mean, there just aren't any gimme games and you know, you're, you're tempted to say that like, okay, well there's some gimme games against some teams. And then you look at the next schedule over the second half of the season and you're like, okay, well, where are the gimme games going to come from? And you're like, uh, okay. They play Charlotte once. Okay. That's something they play Houston. Okay. That's something, You want to tell me maybe Indiana, those two games at the end of the season, they're going to be kind of mailing it in by then. Uh, We'll see, but like, it's going to be a fight. It's going to continue to be a fight. They're going to continue to have to play well. They're going to continue to have to play up to their capabilities and execute, and um, they're doing it right now. So, yeah, vibes are immaculate. Bernard Richardson what's going on Bernard thank you for uh, chiming in we're in a good place JM we're in a good place does feel like they're in a good place for as much up and down and this and that and consternation my favorite word my goodness was there so was there concert from the freaking hawk series in May
3: of 2021 until
2: the doubt, da- I mean, the be- freaking the beginning of December of last of December of twenty twenty two. That's
3: a year and a half long span, in which consternation was
2: the dominant thing, was the dominant vibe. The vibes are consternate. I'm not sure if that's a word. Um, so, like, yeah, it's good to have things back in a good place it's just it, it, I feel like it's going to take some while a little while for me to get used to and hopefully it continues you never want to take it for granted okay here we go oh goodness gracious I saw Andrew typed in the chat get ready and I see this okay Keithman uh, I never know how to I, I just I'm very bad at responding to these so Keith thank you for the donation for the contribution whatever you want to call it uh, I, it 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 just makes this so um it reward, i don't want to say rewarding because rewarding that's not it's like to know that there are people out there generous enough and like think highly enough of what we do to make these sorts of like contributions out of their own pocket is it's just uh leaves me tongue-tied which is not easy to do so thank you keith Truly. Um, I don't know what else to say uh, other than thank you. Uh, Plus, Miami lost, two. This night couldn't have ended much better. I'll miss our Knicks over the next nine days, but they need and deserve this rest. By the way, Josh Hart is my lord and savior. Uh, So I think the Knicks are going to do well to rest over the next nine days. I wonder, something you just I'm just thinking about literally off the top of my head. Tibbs has talked about in the past how the process of specifically of um what's the what's the word of like getting yourself basically from the first day of training camp until ideally like the last day of the NBA finals, but like whatever through the through the playoffs and how there is a way to go about doing that and pacing yourself and, you know, uh, apportioning. Portioning, is that a word? Energy properly, the whole thing. I wonder how much like he factors in the all-star break into that. I mean, it's it's obviously it's there, it's there for everybody. But I wonder like if that's specifically part of his like calculation in terms of because again, this team has come out of the all-star break really strong two years in a row. Um, or played well after the all-star break, two years in a row. I, I understand they lost some games out of the all-star break last year. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to enjoy the next nine days. Um, I'm looking forward to a break for sure. And as far as Josh Hart being my lord and savior, I don't know if you saw the the Knicks Film School newsletter today, but like I said, it after the or um, after the the Nets game, a lot of comps came in from some some of my readers who have been around for a while, comparing the Josh Hart pickup to the Dave DeBuscher pickup, which occurred in the 1968-69 season. And uh, you want to talk about a guy who was the Lord and Savior of uh, a lot of New Yorkers and, and a lot of bartenders. Uh, Dave DeBusher. That trade... Now, Dave DeBusher was a three-time All-Star. Player coach. Could have been a Major League Baseball player, as a few people pointed out to me. Um, was Made, made the All-Defense first team every year they had the team until the day he retired got MVP votes. Like, so David Busher in terms of a player and caliber and ceiling and impact, all of that, like different apples to rocks between him and Josh Hart. but it's purely in terms of like bringing in a guy who maybe makes all the other pieces coalesce better. They sent out Walt Bellamy in that trade um to, and which kind of, made things work better with Willis Reed because they were doing the two center thing and it worked better with the and it was just exactly what they needed. Now, again, Josh Hart is not Dave the Um, And I don't think he's going to have that level of impact that the Knicks kind of ran roughshod over the league for the rest of the year. They were one game over 500 when they got the uh, busher, But in terms of like just making everything else fit, yeah, I, you're not overstating him. In uh, it's easy to love that dude, um, especially with what the impact he's had so far. Uh, undefeated in the Josh Hart era, how about that? I like that. Jesse M. Celebratory collet tonight, John. I am hungry. Um, I don't. I don't have any collets in the fridge. I'm gonna disappoint a lot of people and i'm, I'm gonna probably admit I might have a salad after I get done with this. I'm trying to I'm leaving for Florida in a couple of days. There's gonna be a pool situation. It's just, yeah, I think it's probably a a good salad night. Um, but uh, after after I get back from Florida, yeah, colleges will be flowing again. That's for sure. thanks, jesse. I'm I mean Jesus I'm drinking freaking white claw. That's how bad it is trying to get myself in pool shape. Hayden Freed, post-game interview, just shot my confidence up 100%. Um, I saw... It. Andrew, you want to pop in here? Sure. Did you hear the post-game interview? I did. So I, I'm assuming
4: what Hayden is referring to while uh, Jalen Brunson was uh, on the court being interviewed by Rebecca Harlow after the game, a shirtless Julius Randle came and tackled him and said, "Yeah, JB. Once again, showing the chemistry of this basketball team and how immaculate the vibes are at the moment. I'm assuming that's what Hayden Fried is referring to because I didn't see, too. It, I didn't see a quote make it around. But then I think the Knicks tweeted out a photo about how about this Knicks team or how much I love this Knicks team and lots to root for. You know,
2: winning helps. Mm-hmm. Having a leader helps." getting Julius to feel good about life and things helps.
4: I mean, look, say what you want about last year, Julius Randall. And and I don't want to fully give cause we don't like, I don't know anything behind the scenes, but just from what I see, like Julius Randall's enjoying basketball again. And oh, I, lo- yeah. I think a yeah. lot of that has to do with Jalen Brunson. So just like on a personal level, I'm glad the vibes are good for him. Cause last year it went to a really dark place, you know?
2: Went to a dark place for all. Well, for I'll speak for myself. Went to a dark mm-hmm. place for me. I really didn't like watching him, and it definitely got personal for me. Uh, it was really, really frustrating to watch him and feel like this was a player that we gave so much to, and that essentially turned around and be like, "All right, I'm done giving it back." And that was hard, and it was like not fun, and. I think we le- I learned from it, for sure. It sounds like Julius learned from it, you know? So, seems like we're in a better place, all of us. I
4: want to say, I can't believe I'm saying this. I want to say it was Wally that said on a broadcast earlier in the year that the biggest difference he sees with Julius Randle is that he realizes he doesn't have to do everything. And that calming presence that Jalen Brunson provides when some of these leads start to break down, when other teams start to make that run, it always used to have to be him in his mind, you know? And now there's like, all right, I'll actually let the offense go through one of the best two point shot makers, one of the best tough shot makers, one of the best guards
2: in the league right now, especially in crunch time. And I think that's uh, continuing an ongoing process. It's gotten better and better and better as the season has gone on, which is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, thank you. Uh, Huzzu, Nay McMillan decision to bring Trey Young back in five minute ish Mark was very, very interesting. Seems like another Lloyd Pierce situation. Oh, well, F him. Uh, I don't care what happens with Atlanta. Um, I am a Knicks fan unabashedly, and if there's chaos on a team that could potentially be my rival, I'm going to root for that chaos and be happy when that chaos happens as long as nobody gets injured. Um, I don't love the idea of anyone getting fired. Don't like that. Um, I'm sure Nate will be okay if that happens. He's won a lot of games. Talk about a guy who, again, go look at your coaching leaderboard uh, Your and look at Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan's had quite a career. He's a good coach. I think this is a tough situation, though, right now. Thanks, Sash.